Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Okay, Jean-Claude and Ophelia, the two of you have been bouncing around in between dreams and have arrived at uh, Jean-Claude's subconscious, where you guys were in an arena fight and, you know, it, it really definitely felt like something that would be from the mind of Jean-Claude. However, things have taken kind of a creepy turn. The the masked fighter that you were battling uh, now seems to be Lysander, uh, lying dead on the ground, and now sitting atop the 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 case that you've been you know traveling with uh, is this weird kind of amalgamation of managers and barkers and people from arenas you know, all across the land, uh, whose voice went from something like this to something like this. He sounds more pompous and posh and full of himself now. And he just kind of smirks at you with this kind of shit-eating grin. Um, you uh, seem to have changed your tune, my friend. Um, what's the deal? Well... I've been waiting for you for some time, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Though I didn't... Oh, please, JCPP. Of course, to your friends. Well, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Oh, you wound me, my friend. <laughs> and he just gives you the, like, the, the smarmiest smile. He says, well, I didn't think that you would come to visit. I thought that I'd have to pull you here myself. Uh, where is here exactly? Why, we're with you, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Oh, you're in my brain right now. This is you. This is the guy that talked to me when I was uh, fighting that guy and the thing. And the... You're the one who helped me out. Yes, indeed I am. A uh, great big help, I will, I will uh, specify. I mean, you threw a guy across the room. That's pretty good. I can do that on my own now, though. Thank you very much. But uh, at the time, it was quite useful. Uh, who are you? He just kind of pauses for a moment and smiles. He says, well, you can just call me Nightmare, because that's what I am to you, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Okay, well, what are you to uh, Ophelia here? 
Well, I should think I'm not much of anything to Ophelia. I don't really know why you had to bring her along for our meeting, but no matter if you wanted a, a, a friend with you, I guess I understand. Yeah, she's like a comfort blanket. She makes me feel good. I, I mean, but like, but, like, but like a comfort blanket that like shoots, shoots fire. That's what it is. Well, yes, we all need our comfort blankets that shoot fire. Lord knows I do. Uh, but you see, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, uh, now that you're here, well, I don't suppose you'd mind just waiting here for a bit more uh, time. Mm, explain. Well, the way I see it is you can just keep sleeping, and I'll wake up. Um, I'm not sure I jive. What, what do you mean? Well, you can just keep on sleeping here forever. Okay, hold on. I get hit in the head a lot. So, you know, so me sleep forever. You leave? I'm okay with you leaving. You leave. Bye. Wonderful. Well, isn't no, no, that no. Marvelous? Just you go. And I and then I wake up. We do hey, that. He stands up on, like, you know, on top of the case, just like standing on it. Uh, and he says, I think that that's a wonderful idea. You two stay here. Don't worry, Ophelia. I'll make sure that your body gets thrown into a ditch or something. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, I'll just go ahead and take over for Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Oh, I see what you're saying now. You take over my body. Uh, yes, that was what I was hinting at. But oh. I suppose... And he kind of taps at his uh, uh, head and he says, Too many blows. I get it. Uh-huh. I'm not so smart. Uh, the body, though, I could understand why you'd want that. I'm I'm ripped. Um, so, again, what, what what is your connection with this case here? Do you are you in the case? He says no, Jean Claude. I'm in your head. Okay, then what's in the case then? <laughs> what is in the case, indeed? No, I asked you first. What's in the case? I know, I'm just kind of dancing around the issue because I don't really want to tell you. Oh, I'd rather you again. find out for yourself. Hitting the head a lot. Um, okay. Ophelia. I don't know. Ophelia, uh, go ahead and make a perception check as Jean-Claude is uh, deeply engaged in this conversation. Okay, that is an 18. With an 18, you start to notice in the crowd of these shadowy figures that have, like, these gleaming red eyes and these kind of creepy, like, large red grins. Uh, every so often, one of them, like, the eyes kind of... Eyes, if they're eyes, it's kind of hard to say. The, the two red orbs that represent eyes. Every so often, they roll back into the head, almost as if they're in pain. And then out from the, the shadowy body juts out uh, what looks to be a spike. And every so often in the crowd as you're looking around, you're seeing more and more of these spikes. Like they, they're pro, a projectile coming out of the eye? No, more like uh, uh, the eyes roll back into the head and the shadowy form sort of itself becomes a spike that shoots up. Oh, I kind of tug on on uh, Jean Claude, and I kind of motion over towards one of the spikes. Oh, what that's do you think that is that's sharp. Um, 
what's with the spikes over here, uh, uh, Nightmare Guy? <laughs> I don't think you'll have to worry about that for very long, Jean-Claude. Pierre, Paul. You're not giving no. me much to work with here. No, I suppose I'm not, because I don't have to. All I need to make sure is that you stay here, and then I leave. Okay. Ophelia, I think we should probably find a way out of here. Yeah, I think we have to. Unfortunately, we have a job to do. I can't stay here. Yeah, we're, we're busy. We got, we got, you know, we got shit to do. Um, let's get out of here. You need to make sure that the case gets brought to one Juliana Blightcaller, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in my mind. I'm not surprised you know that. Yes, of course. Uh, but can I tell you that the package will not make it to Juliana Blightcaller? Mm, and why is that? She doesn't want it. You're going to bring okay. it to her, but she will not accept it. Oh, I... but we were told we had to deliver it to her. Oh, that is a shame, isn't it, Ophelia? Your job will go unfinished. Well, she'll still have it. We'll just, have, we'll just drop it off with her. It'll be fine. I'm sure she'll change her mind. Yes, I'm sure she will. You know, I would have thought that she'd change her mind quite a bit sooner, but she has not, despite my best interests. Do you, do you know her? Best intent as well. Oh, I don't know her very well. I know her in passing. Oh, um, how did you meet her? Well, you could say that she borrowed something from me some time ago, and she hasn't really been doing a good job of keeping up her end of the bargain. What what bargain was that? <sighs> he smiles uh, uh, real big, and uh, the nightmare stands up, lifts the case off the ground, uh, holding it by the handle, uh, and, uh, smiles and says, I do believe it's goodbye. And out of the center of the ring erupts a giant tentacle. Um, that's no good. That's, uh, I don't remember, uh, thinking about tentacles in my brain. You don't generally think about nightmares, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. They normally just happen to you. Oh, so is that the way out? The, through, the, through the tentacle? What is that thing? Initiative, please. That's a five. <laughs> New uh, dice. Ophelia. <clears throat> and Jean-Claude Pierre Paul. Uh, the nightmare uh, begins to head towards the the... Uh, the door that kind of opened up uh, for you guys originally. Uh, he starts heading in that direction. He just mostly walks. He doesn't really get very far. He gets about 30 feet. Uh, and that is his turn. Uh, the large tentacle, it's probably about like 20, yeah, maybe about 30 feet long, uh, lashes out towards uh, the two of you. Uh, it goes to attack each of you once. Uh, Ophelia gets a 16 versus your AC. Miss. And 20 versus your AC, uh, Jean-Claude. 
Uh, miss. Nice try. Uh. Uh, you take uh, uh, ten damage as the thing lashes into you, and you get pushed to the ground. Now we're still at where we were the last time we recorded, correct? That is correct. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, right. That's okay. Maybe a problem. Uh, Ophelia, <coughs> it is your turn. Uh, as a uh, bonus action, you can make a perception check if you want to, like, scope out what's going on uh, uh, around you. Okay, I'll start with that. Sure. Um, and that is a 19. With a 19, more and more of those shadowy figures are becoming spikes. I. Uh, and uh, go ahead and make me a regular intelligence check. Uh, so that is a 17. With a 17, it starts to dawn on you what you're seeing. This isn't a tentacle in the center of the arena. You think it's a tongue. And the entire seating arrangement around the ring is giving you the impression that you're in a giant mouth. Great. Uh-huh. What do you do with the rest of your actions? Uh, how far away is uh, is Mr. Nightmare from us? Oh, maybe about 40 feet from you. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, I can... I'm not engaged with the with the tongue right now, right? I can move... Yeah, it's, it's probably about, like, uh, uh, 15 feet away from you. Okay, then I'm going to move... 30 feet towards uh, towards Nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to cast uh, what? Where's the name of the spell? Uh-huh. Uh, that, there it is. Uh, Spirit Guardians. Um, so it, anything within 15 feet of me at the start of its turn has its movement speed halved. Mm-hmm. And then it also has to make a wisdom saving throw um, on its next turn or to, for damage. Sure. So it has to make a wisdom saving throw right now, and then at the start of its turns, uh, it does as well? Or is it only at the start of its turn? At the start of its turn. Okay. So you activate Spirit Guardians, uh, which uh, is, you know kind of like angelic looking blades that kind of fly around you. Uh, that is your turn then, Ophelia? Yep. Jean-Claude. Uh, oh, uh, did you warn uh, uh, Jean-Claude about what you were seeing around you in the arena? Let's say yes. <laughs> it's a giant mouth. <laughs> uh, Jean-Claude, I... Uh, you look around the arena, and sure enough, it feels like you're in the maw of just an enormous beast. Uh, and it gives you this, like, nasty feeling. And uh, suddenly you kind of, in the deep recesses of your mind, uh, feel this kind of echo. Uh, and because it's a dream, the echo sort of chimes out for all to hear it. Uh, though... The nightmare you think is likely aware of it to some capacity. Uh, even you can hear the this voice kind of uh, echo out. 
and you hear a, a kind of an old, solemn voice say, Jean-Claude, I worry about you. Your desire for battle is going to get you into trouble someday. And Jean-Claude, you hear the voice of your master, Low Stone Fist, kind of echo out from your brain, and you get this, like, nasty, guilty feeling that, like, he was right. Your turn. Okay. Um, all right. How far away am I from stuff? So the tongue. How far away am I from the tongue? 15 feet away from the tongue, and you are about uh, uh, 40 feet away from uh, the... Nightmare. The nightmare, yeah. All right. Okay, so do we kill the tongue or do we go after the nightmare? Um, I suppose if we kill the tongue, it'll stop trying to eat us. Hmm. All right. What is the tongue made out of? Do we know? Is You're not like... sure. It, it seems uh, now that uh, Ophelia has pointed out that this feels like just an like a giant mouth that you're in. Uh, it just seems like a big, long, nasty tongue. Uh, you're, you know, flesh, you presume. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and this thing hit me for 10 last time. So what kind of reach does this thing have? It's got a long reach. Yeah, the thing is like 30 feet tall. Uh, so it has like 30 foot reach. Okay, so there's not a whole lot I can do as far as darting in and out. So I'm not worried about that as much. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. Oh, so that uh, that uh, uh, is it a ring? What's the thing that I have that has the magic in it? Oh, uh, that was the ring. Yep, it was a ring. Okay, so the ring. So that's got two spells in it. It's got an uh, inflict wounds and false life. So when I cast those, those are cast just like regular actions, right? It'd be a standard action, uh, a standard and you action. would cast one of the spells. Now I cast one of the spells. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to do, what am I going to do? And then we have those three javelins still, correct? Uh, I presume. Yeah. Uh, I forgot all about the javelins, so I'm just going to go, yeah? Well, I at least have one. Well, we each took one. So now oh. that Lysander's gone. So you guys would have one each. We would have one each. All right, and that thing was lightning damage, right? I believe so. All right, so use it once. Uh, it is basically a giant lightning bolt. It's like uh, it's a plus one to hit, and then it's a, what is a D6 something? I didn't write all of it down. Or I did, but I can't read my handwriting, so it's not much help. Uh, that's a, a great question, uh, Jean-Claude. Yeah. I, I have no goddamn idea what I gave you. <laughs> what do you think? I take notes on all this stuff? Fair enough. Uh, Matt. I actually do don't think I have one because I don't. I didn't write it down. I'm pretty sure we. I thought we gave them all to you. Maybe. Yeah. I know I got it written down here, so. Uh, all right. Does it have how much damage it is? Matt. Well, I, I don't have anything written down because I didn't take any. Oh. Uh, well, so, John claude does it I have anything jab- written down for damage? Yeah, yeah, it says it says 1d6 
and it's lightning damage. So I, I think it's more than a D6. I think it was like 3D6 or something. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say 2D6 because I think it's the Javelin plus an additional D6 lightning. Yes, that's what it was. Okay. That's exactly what it was. It was a Javelin plus an additional D6 lightning damage. Now I can read my handwriting. That's what it says. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Yes, yeah, so and there was a plus one to hit. So it's, yeah, strength to uh, dex or strength to throw it. Right. Uh, and then plus one on top of that. That's right. Right. And it's like, okay. Plus, yeah, so that's a javelin, which is a plus six, right, to throw. And then an extra plus six on top of it, lightning damage. Yes. Uh, sure. Yes. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've got that sorted out. <laughs> Let me guess. You're not going to use the javelin. I will, just not necessarily right this second. Um, I'm going to do... Uh, so taking a... I'm sorry. <laughs> We've had a couple weeks off. I'm a little rusty. Um, taking a healing potion is also a standard action, correct? Uh, it is a standard action to apply to somebody else, but to drink it yourself, I believe it's just a bonus action. Okay, and that is... Uh, how does that work? I don't remember. What kind of healing when potion you got? It just says a, a healing potion. So 2d4 plus 4. 2d4 plus 4. Okay. Cool. I can work with that. All right. Step one, I'm using a healing potion. All right. That's a poor start. Wonderful. Not nearly as good of a start. Okay. Uh, so that gives start me better. some more health. Okay. I'm a slightly better now. Uh, and I have one healing potion instead of two. And then next, I'm going to run up to the tongue. And I'm going to use... Uh-huh. I'm going to use my Inflict Wounds on it. Fancy. At okay. Le at level three. Uh, indeed. So go ahead and uh, you should have all the uh, stats and everything for uh, yes, uh, how it works. Yes, plus seven to hit. I got an 18 plus 7, which is a 25. That's a hit. And then it is 5d10. Ooh. And let me know what you get. <laughs> 20. <laughs> All that. And I got 20. You, uh, your ring glows and you throw your hands on the like nasty, slippery tongue and necrotic energy just explodes out of your hand. Uh, and it just like er erodes away at the tongue and it starts to kind of like rot and drip away. And the thing starts just twirling around uh, and it does not seem to be doing good. All right. And then I'm going to back up. I guess it doesn't really matter if I back up. It, it's going to hit me no matter where I go. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, whatever. I'll stay right here. Okay. Uh, the Nightmare's turn. Uh, both of you make me a, uh, what would it be? Strength saving throw. Uh, that is a 16. Natural 20, baby. Ooh, not bad. Uh the ground shakes and you guys kind of brace yourselves and you don't fall over. Uh, the tongue after that damage is just weaving around uh, as if it's in pain and does not attack you guys. 
Uh, the uh, Nightmare makes a wisdom saving throw uh, and gets a 20. So it takes half uh, 3d8 damage. If you please. That's a better start. Uh, okay, so that's 11. Uh, so it was, I rolled a total of 17. Okay. So I'm going to take half of that. Gotcha. All so right. It's 10, right? 10 damage? Sure. Not quite. Ah. And then it can only, he, he still can only move half, half speed. Uh, and he does. He steps out of the, uh, uh, the, the ring and moves about 15 feet, uh, trotting along with the, the case and the, the kind of archway that you guys entered in through is, uh, open and, you know, seems to just sort of be like, kind of like hazy on the other side. You're not sure what's going on there. Might be a portal. You're not uh, completely clued in. Uh, Oh, uh, and I guess I should explain. The the ground shakes, and as it does, you realize that the uh, the arena where all the like you know spikes are that look like teeth is starting to kind of shake, and you think it's starting to close, as if the mouth is starting to retch shut. Ophelia, it's your turn. Uh oh, jeez. You take care of the tongue, or? Do I let JCPP handle that? The tongue is currently not doing anything because of the damage it took, for the record. So maybe I let Jean-Claude take care of the tongue and I'll go after our friend the Nightmare. Uh, But with what? Good question. All right, I think this is my my best bet. I'm going to catch up to him. Okay. I'm going to move it. Uh, what would that be at this point? Uh, 25 feet. Okay, so I'm going to move uh, 25 feet and catch up to him. Okay. And then I am going to cast Inflict Wounds at level three. All right, go right ahead. is a 24. Uh, 24 is a hit. Okay, so that's 60 10. And let me know what you get. That is uh, 44 altogether. Uh, you throw your hand out at him, and uh, darkness just erupts out of your hands. Uh, and out from the other side of him, blood and guts just kind of explode out. And you pull your hand back and see that uh, your strike has eradicated his, like, you know, kind of like center mass and made like a, a, almost like a perfect circle through him. And you can see his spinal cord on the other side. The spinal cord still seems to be intact. 
Uh, Jean-Claude, I believe it's your turn. Oh, uh, it sure uh, is. Wait. Oh, sorry. As a bonus action, could I see, like, if he if he's even bothered by the fact that he has a hole through him? His back is to you, so you can't really see how he's looking. Okay. You basically just kind of threw your hand at his back, hole exploded, like guts exploded out the other side, but his spine still stood intact. That's pretty much what you see from your point of view. Okay. Uh, Jean-Claude, the tongue that you had uh, struck is currently wreathing around and not interacting with you in the least. What are you doing? I'm going to punch it uh, three times. Sure thing. That is a 21. That's it. That is a nine. Uh, no, not quite. Not nine. Uh, uh, ten. That's a hit. Oh, ten's a hit? Yeah. Oh. It's a big wow. fleshy tongue. Yeah, it doesn't have much uh, armor. And a natural 20. Uh, that's definitely a hit. Okay. I was waiting for that 10. I'm like, that does not, that's not going to matter. No. Well, that one did. did. Uh, it's AC is 10. And don't forget with the crit Tw- that you are uh, doubling the dice roll. Yep. 29. Wait. Yes. You barrage the thing with your fists, and uh, more like hunks of it start like falling off, and uh, it looks like it takes a lot of damage. Uh, strength saving throws for Jean-Claude and for Ophelia. That is a nine. Fifteen. Wait. Nope. Scratch that. (laughs) Twelve. Sorry, I have uh, proficiency. Twelve. Uh, You both stand up and do not fall over. Uh, But once again, you feel the, the ground shake and it looks like the arena itself is starting to like kind of close up like the mouth of a clam. Uh, the tongue doesn't react, though uh, Jean-Claude, being up close to it and you can see, the wounds that you've dealt it seem to be starting to patch themselves up. You think that it can attack or heal itself, you don't think it can do both. And it's now taking quite a bit of damage. Uh-oh. Uh, the uh, Jean-Claude's nightmare uh turns to look back at you, uh, Ophelia. He says, well done. And the body collapses into a hunk of just pile of meat on the ground. And Ophelia, you look down and at this pile of guts, and the case isn't there. And you suddenly feel a a strong arm clap your shoulder. And you once again see the slimy nightmare guy now behind you with a big grin. And he says, at least that's what I would say if you knew what you were doing. But unfortunately, this isn't your dream, Ophelia. And he goes to start walking away from you again. Uh, You have an attack for opportunity. Okay. Uh, am I able to do a, a spell? Not unless you have uh, like a feat that allows you to use spells instead of uh, regular attacks. I don't believe right, well, you took that. I don't believe so. Did you so, take Warcaster? Uh, I, no. Then you do not have that. 
So I guess I'll uh, I'll just take a swing at him. By all means, you have a weapon draw. Uh, I have a magic short sword. Sure. So let's go for it. Uh, and then what is my bonus on that? Plus six. So that is a seventeen. Uh, seventeen's a hit. Ooh. One D six four plus four. It just says plus one. So it's, that was just plus one to hit, not plus one to damage, correct? Uh, no, uh, it's magic, so it's plus one to damage as well. On top oh, okay. of whatever so, other bonuses you have to damage. So that's uh that's nine. With nine damage, you sl- slam your short sword into his back as he's walking away from you. And you hear, like, a clanging sound as if it, like, struck something hard. And you feel like it struck his spinal cord and just bounced off. Like, he parried it with his own back. And he just kind of waves his hand. He goes, yes, yes, try again sometime, Ophelia. (laughs) In your dreams. And he uh, starts kind of laughing to himself a bit. Uh, He, uh walks about uh, uh, 15 feet away from you. Uh, Let's see. Ophelia, it is now your actual turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, He once again passed the wisdom saving throw. What's the half damage? Oh, yeah. Um, So that's 3d6. Or what was it? 3d8. 3d8, I believe. Yes, okay. Not good. Nine. Uh, f- half of 14. Okay. All right. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. Um, all right. Well, I can't really do anything to him. It seems like he's very resistant to whatever you're doing. The The damage is bouncing off him. Uh, you did a tremendous amount of damage, but he reformed himself like it was nothing, just moments, like, after the thing. Like, the pile of guts you originally, uh, like, you know, had, had struck down is still lying there, just a pile of meat, and it's gross, but he's just sitting there walking away. Ugh, all right. I don't think I have anything... That will slow him down, which would be... Well, outside of, like, running up to him. Uh, so, I think in the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm going to fire a Scorching Ray at the tongue. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, 18. Hit. Natural 20. Definitely a hit. And 10. Uh, Also a hit. Don't forget to double the dice roll on that natural 20. It's going to be 8d6 altogether. And let me know what you got. 14. 17. 22. 27. Uh, 29 altogether. Nice. Uh, 
Jean Claude, as you're standing in front of the this tongue that's like starting to regenerate itself, three rays of fire just blast through it, uh, and it once again starts wreathing around as if in pain. Uh, and that is your turn, Ophelia. Anything else? Uh, I'm gonna still try to catch up to Jean Claude's nightmare. You catch up to the nightmare, uh, Jean Claude. It is your turn. Okay, how far away is the nightmare from the gateway? Uh, from the gateway, probably about 60 feet. Okay. All right. So do I know that? No, I guess I probably don't know that Ophelia is not really hurting the nightmare very much. I mean, you can kind of tell. Out of the corner of your eye, you see the fight that she's, you know, doing as well. And yeah. it, you know, uh, like almost as if like you had to double take it seemed like she destroyed it, and then when you looked again, it was standing back up. <clears throat> Looks like Ophelia's right. having trouble. And how far away are they from me? Uh, not too far. Maybe about uh, uh, 15, 45 feet. Oh, all right. Well. Um, okay, Ophelia. What if we, uh, we switch partners here? You take care I of the tongue, I take care of him. Deal. Okay, so I run over to the nightmare. Uh-huh. I have forty-five feet of movement, so I can get right up, right up in his face. Uh, can I get in front of him? Uh, yeah, I'd allow that. You, know I mean? you right, I get in front of him. You dart uh, across the arena, and you slide in front of him. Okay, I'm going to use my last two key points and do my fist of unbroken air. He has to make a strength saving throw. Uh, he has to beat a strength saving throw at 13. Uh, go ahead and roll. Well, I, I don't have to roll. He's got to roll. No, I meant like the damage. Oh, the damage. Uh, that is 3d10. Bludgeoning damage. Nineteen. With nineteen damage, and you is it successful? Yeah. So you okay. uh, throw your hands out, and uh, a blast of uh, key explodes out, and uh, just rends the flesh off the body. Bits of bone go flying, and uh, the voice of your master kind of echoes out again for all to hear. And you hear him say, I just worry, Jean-Claude. Worry that you'll fight a competitor that there'll be no victory from. And you see parts of him went flying out the ten feet back. But he himself is standing. The bottom half of his head is now just bone. You see, like, the bottom part of the skull. The spine is still intact. But most of the ribs went like flying out with most of his guts. And the smirking kind of half skull kind of smiles. He says, Oh, Jean Claude, you should know by now. You can't defeat your nightmares. And what are you going to do? Run away? And he smiles. Can I grab the case as a bonus action? I 
normally it'd be a standard, but you know what? Right now, uh, I'll allow it. Uh, it's uh, gonna be uh, uh, what would be uh, sleight of hands check. Sleight of hand. All right. Where's that at? Uh, One of there the it is. I got it. That is a twelve. With a twelve, the it looks like uh, your nightmare is not really like very perturbed by you and your efforts. You swipe the case from out of his hands. All right. Well, I've used up all my movement, so yeah. that's about it. That's your turn. Uh, the nightmare's turn. Uh, go ahead and make strength saving throws to both of you. That is a unnatural 20. Hold on. It's not working. There we go. 13. Uh, the both of you stand as the, the shaking is becoming stronger. And it feels like the light that was coming in is now kind of turning to shadow as the edges of the arena are starting to coil up and almost black light. Uh, the tongue is wreathing around in agony as you've like punched holes in it, shot holes in it. Uh, uh, it's unable to act. Uh, the Your nightmare, Jean-Claude, is slowly piecing itself together. Ribs are kind of growing out where they were lost. And uh, the voice has gone from being completely overconfident and pompous to a little annoyed. Jean-Claude, there's no escape. You're stuck in your nightmare and there's nothing you can do about it. Who do you think that you can run and hide to? Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to try to hold on to some spells. So I think I'm just going to blast the tongue with a firebolt. Sure. Uh, if you want, uh, I'll allow as a bonus action a medicine check on the uh, uh, tongue. Okay, let's see. And that is a 15. With a 15, the amount that it's healing every turn uh, is... I mean, you guys have doled out a lot of damage to that nasty tongue. You think that it's quite a few turns before it would be able to start attacking again. Okay. Just so you know, you guys have bought a fair amount of time on the tongue. Uh, you don't know how much like maximum health the thing has... But no matter what you're hitting it with, it just keeps wreathing around in agony and still stays there. Can I All talk right. to Ophelia? Or if, it, uh, if it's something wait. quick, I'd allow a free action to talk. Okay. Hey, Ophelia, let's just get the hell out of here. I think that's a good plan by now. Ophelia, what you doing? Uh, how far am I from the gate? Uh, I believe a hundred and, like, uh, five feet or something you're like 45 oh wait no uh you didn't move towards the tongue you just shot rays from where you were at right correct yep oh so yeah you guys are each 60 feet away from the uh the uh gate okay so i'm gonna move 30 feet towards the gate sure and then i'm going to like I'm, i think i'm just gonna fire a firebolt at the at the nightmare then yeah go right ahead slow him down and that is a unnatural 20. That's a hit. 2d10 now. 
And that is 15 damage. Uh, with 15 damage, a blast from out of it, like a piece of its arm goes flying off, and it looks like it's starting to, like, even now regenerate itself. Uh, Jean-Claude, it's your turn. Uh, Ophelia, I'm heading for the door. Are you uh, coming too? I'm with you. All right, I'm going to take my 45 feet and head toward the door. Sure. So you move 45 feet. Uh, you still have an action. Uh, the the gateway is looks blurry. Uh, you're not, like, mo- a lot of the, uh, the nightmares and stuff have been kind of outside of your control. But right now you're in your own nightmare. You're not sure how it really works right now. Uh, if you want, you can make an arcana check. Sure. I do want to. It's not going to help because it's a um, two. With a two, I. Uh, it's cool. To... You could just say I don't know shit. I'm trying <laughs> to think of anything you might know. I. All I can do is beat around the bush. This is your nightmare. Uh, this is your dreamscape. Jean Claude, what are you doing? You know what? This is my dream. I control it. I'm the boss here. You know what? I say nightmare, you shut the fuck up and go away. Your nightmare, Jean-Claude, kind of like has a a nasty, derisive kind of laugh. He says, there's no getting rid of me, Jean-Claude. I am your nightmare. There is no ridding yourself from me. There is no escape within your dreamscape. Yeah, no, I'm going to go do what I want to do. Kiss my ass. Uh, Jean-Claude, anything else you want to do on your turn? Um, no, I don't have really anything I can hit this guy with from a distance. Oh, you know what? No, because i got to pull up my bow. That's a standard action. I'm not going to have another action to attack with. Um, or maybe I would. Is it a bonus action? Uh, it would be a standard action to draw a weapon and fire. Okay. Yeah, whatever. I'll pull out a bow and I'll shoot him once. We'll see what happens. Not gonna, not gonna throw the javelin, huh? Um, that's what I was thinking. But <laughs> all right, you I know what? I, I was. I you're didn't right. want to say Fine. anything. You're, no, you're right. You're right. We'll throw the javelin. We'll see what happens. We'll throw the damn javelin. Go right ahead. <laughs> That is a five. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Because okay. I forgot my bonus. That is a 13. With a 13, that is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. That's All right, so uh, 2d6 plus one plus your dex bonus. 2d6 plus one per d6. No, just plus one, and then plus your dex bonus. Okay. And my dex bonus, 13. A bolt of lightning goes flying out of your hands and strikes the body and just chars it to cinders. And it looks like the cinders are just slowly starting to kind of push away the burn spots and kind of regrow itself. Uh, and the, the like, basically, like, walking spinal column with, like, a, a burnt-up head and exposed bottom uh, jaw of the skull 
uh, just yells with all of his might that there's no escape from your, uh, there's no escape so long as you're in the uh, dream with him. Uh, and it's now his turn, right? Anything else on the plot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Okay. Uh, strength saving throws to both of you. Uh, that is a 13. Unnatural 20. Wow. Uh, I expected both of you guys to be way worse at strength saving throws. Uh, you guys hang on and do not fall over. The shaking is becoming worse. It looks like the, uh, the, te- like the teeth that have rounded the ring of this place are like coiling in. You think that the mouth is about to shut and then kind of clamp down. Uh, the tongue heals itself. Uh, you guys are outside of its range now anyhow. Uh, and otherwise, uh, the form of your nightmare is like meat is starting to like kind of like plop back into place and it's starting to like reform itself, but not very well. You still see its spinal cord and bottom jaw. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to move 30 feet towards the gate. Sure. You're standing at the gate and you can see that it's kind of like kind of transparent and wobbly. Uh, And yeah, what would you like to do? Um, can I, as a bonus action, make an Arcana check to see what I know? <laughs> sure. Uh, eh, 15. With a 15, I uh, you're out of your depth in a certain sense because this is not your dream. Uh, you think, though, that Jean-Claude might be able to link to another dream and get the hell out of here but you don't really know entirely how that works. Uh, you don't think that yours would work because you're stuck here. Okay. Um, so I'm going to let John- Jean-Claude think of another dream. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to think of a dream. Wait, is it my turn? I'm sorry. I probably... uh, well, I mean, uh, technically Ophelia still has stuff to do, but if at this point, if you guys want to kind of cooperate and figure out how to get the hell out of this terrible place, I mean, by all means, what do you want to say? What do you want to do? What do you want to think? You good with that? I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take us back to the back to a dream where, uh, um, uh, let's see, we're going to go to a dream where where we're outside of my dream back uh, in the village before we get to uh, Rayburn Falls. Is that something? Jean-Claude, you think hard of somebody who might be sleeping, who lives in a village before Rayburn Falls, but you don't know anyone who lives in such a place. Uh, uh... Shit. Who do we know? Who do we know? The tongue in the center of the ring extends itself further and becomes like 90 feet long, lashing up into the air. Okay. 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 I'm going to think of uh, somebody. Shit. Who do we know that's close to Rayburn Falls? Thucydides Uh, was going that way. Thucydides, yes. I'm going to think of Thucydides, possibly dreaming somewhere. 
and he's probably dreaming about meeting up with his with his brother. Go ahead and I uh, I uh, make me a wisdom saving throw. Both of us? Nope, just Jean Claude. An eight. You reach out and you can't feel a connection. You don't think Thucydides is asleep right now. Okay. Uh, what about? It's like dialing. It's like it's like cold calling people. Um, what about? We know we know Juliana Blightcaller is a person in Rayburn Falls, right? You know that she exists to the best of your knowledge, but you don't know her. You've never really met her. You've just been told of her. Okay. Um, I've met. What if we went I back met... to the creepy village and Arnold Payne? Arnold Payne. Yes. Let's do that. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Oh, no, that's a one. You reach out and there's no connection. Arnold must be awake or, or you know, there, there's something blocking you. You're not sure. Uh, as you guys look back, you see that your nightmare is reformed itself uh, and uh, has become like a, a person again and is walking towards you guys. Uh, Jean-Claude, anyone else we, you want to try? Can I, can I try Thucydides again? It didn't connect. You don't okay. think that he's awake or that you can connect to him. Uh, what about? Oh, what about the 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 dude we met with the wine? Um, uh, Philip. Philip. Philip Barreal. Philip Barreal. Wisdom saving throw. Ha! That is a uh, uh fifteen. With a fifteen. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I was missing my bonuses. That is a 18. With an 18, you think of uh, Philip Barreal, and you you wish desperately to connect with a friend to get the hell out of here, and the image in the kind of doorway goes from being just this, like, transparent kind of wobbly one uh, to what seems to be a farm, a vineyard. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> And you guys jump in as quick as you can. Uh, and you guys find yourselves at a kitchen table. And you hear birds chirping. It's sunny. It's nice. And you look around and uh, you see Philip is making what looks to be blueberry jam. And he turns and sees you, uh, and he looks around, and he goes, oh, um, he looks down, he says, I suppose I should be wearing pants. And you see that he is just completely butt naked, and he kind of reaches, like, off to the side, and suddenly he bears pants back on. And he says, I was not expecting anyone else here. And if it makes you feel any better, that's not the worst thing I've seen today. Oui, that, that is true. It uh, does make me feel better. I, uh... Ah. We, uh... We met uh, the other night. Uh, not too long ago. Uh, how are you, friends? 
better now. Yeah, Good. it's been a long night. Yes, it's been a crazy night. Uh, hopping dreams and uh, nightmares. Um, I mean, I'm the one having this dream, though. Oh, yeah. And it's a good dream. Uh, much better than the uh, previous dream we were in. Oh, well, um, I don't quite know exactly what's going on, but uh, I'll go get some blueberry wine. I'm okay with that. Uh, and he goes, like, off to the side into a cellar, and you guys are left alone for a moment in what seems to be maybe uh, uh, his vineyard, uh, childhood vineyard. You're not really sure exactly where you've been or where you are. You've never been here before. Okay. So, uh, Ophelia. So, wait, hold on. The gateway's closed at this point, correct? You don't see a gateway. Ah. Okay, I'm okay with that at this point. Um, <laughs> so, Ophelia. Um, so, how do we get out of the dreams in general and back to our bodies? I don't know if I know. Yeah, we kind of just showed up here. And uh, the dream started and Pyratus did some stuff. And uh, I have no idea what to do at this point. Can we make intelligence checks to see what we know about the dream world? Arcana. Okay. So good with these Arcana checks. <laughs> uh, 21. Uh, 11. Within 11, uh, you're not entirely sure. You would kind of presume that eventually you would wake uh, with a 21 uh, Ophelia you think that uh, one of a few things could happen uh, you could get to somewhere that uh, the like a, a person who's very knowledgeable about dreams uh, knowledgeable about kind of metaphysical spiritual stuff they might be able to help you if you were in their dream uh, otherwise you think that maybe and you're not entirely sure, but you think maybe uh, if you're in a dream that ends, you might go back to your own bodies and stuff, but you're also not entirely sure how the dream dimension works. All right, so I feel Jean-Claude in on that, and I'm like, what about Grandma Yelris? I wonder if we could get into her dream. Hey, now that is a great idea. Grandma Yelris, she knows everything. Let's see if we can... First, let's get some wine and see if we can get there. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys wait a moment. And the uh, cellar door opens. And you see the same Barker as before, holding a bottle of blueberry wine. And he says, now you didn't think that I'd let you leave that easy, did you? And he pops the cork with an explosion. And he says, cheers. And smiles. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks 
like a behind-the-scenes show for noobs and dragons. We thank you for your patronage.